1: Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at slash work. slash work.
2: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh
3: I hate to break the fishing news after M. Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hunt.
1: Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the real life podcast. We
3: just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that know. down, your Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not.
1: A member of the Nation Network
0: of Podcasts. About as funny as we're gonna get today. Come in. Welcome into episode 277 of the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler, your Chuck scrambling your check today usually i have like a page of notes i have all my ad reads written out with points about what i want to do with them um today i have 277 written on the sheet and then all i wrote was oodle tb and manscaped so i am fully prepped for this podcast uh someone carry this thing away just kidding uh
4: nfl a, draft
0: weekend there's a funny i don't know if you saw ian Rappaport's latest tweet did you no no okay. no, no what happened well, no we're getting we'll save it uh, first this podcast is brought to you by oodle noodle Oodle Noodle, 14 locations in Edmonton. More coming. I'm getting a call on my phone from Rwanda. I'm sure that's important Ooh. business I have going oh, on in Rwanda. Be Must yeah. be your answer. I should aunt. have brought them onto the pod, actually. I should have answered. Yes, come
3: up. on. I already hit decline. Hey, um, your, um, uh, Bag Milk, <clears throat> quick business chat for you since this is real life. Um, is the site down? Uh,
5: no, I'm currently in the back end right now.
3: Yeah, I can't load it for some reason. That's what she said. It it also sometimes little bricks Wi-Fi is sometimes. I just loaded it, so it's good. So it's a J thing. Okay, that's good. Carry on.
0: Thought I had more time there. I took a bite of a French fry.
3: Oh, I'm enjoying a bowl of soup. Well, This is uh, truly real life
0: today because this is going to be all over the place. Um, Let's start it by talking a little Oilers because we got a Battle of Alberta tonight. And at the beginning of the season, I kind of looked at the schedule. You see all these Battle of Alberta's coming up near the end of the year. And you're like, oh, man, these are going to be like for a playoff position. These are going to be wild. But I am incredibly like meh Battle of Alberta. The Flames are dog shit. Don't really care what's going to happen tonight. Oilers are kind of locked up second in the division now. Bag Milk, are you getting the same sense or are you still fired up for a BOA?
5: No, I want them to kill them. I want them to flex the killer instinct, put their head on the on, put their foot on the heads of the flames and push them into the fucking pool where they're drowned. Yeah, that's what this I'm
4: is usually, yeah, it's usually when you like it the most when we kill them. You know, that's the that's the times when I get the most stuff for Battle of Alberta. Sure, I like it to be tough and stuff, but to know that there's a really good chance that we just absolutely dominate them again, that's what I look
5: forward to. Also, the fact that the Oilers could be the ones that literally push them off the cliff into the oh, offseason yeah. of not doing. Anything playoff related. That's what I want.
3: That's that's just good. Good. I think they're already there, but well, but like officially like,
5: I want the math. I want the check mark beside the Oilers name and then the eliminated by the flames.
3: Like it's close enough where like it could happen in the same game where we eliminate them and we clinch. That is is special.
5: Oh, I just wrote the, I just wrote the GDB. So the flames magic number for elimination is 5.5, which is nothing. And then the Oilers' magic number to clinch is seven. So, you know, we, we could make some progress here this week. Two games against yes. the Flames. I'd like to see them wrap it up. Let's go.
3: Yep, let's go. And also, I'd like to see them redeem. Like, Calgary got away with one on us, being us 5 nothing in a very shitty situation for us. So I want us to go back in front of Calgary, the Flames that is, and show them who we really are again.
4: Bag Milk, you run the Instagram account for O N uh, for Oilers Nation, right? And the last couple last couple days, you've had um, a couple of surveys. Like today, you had the one who's going to win Edmonton, Calgary. I saw that it was obviously like ninety eight percent Edmonton. <laughs> but I think you had one the other day. Uh, will the flame? Will the Oilers? Uh, what's the chances of the Oilers taking over the lease for first in the North? Do you know offhand how that one ended up? Because I definitely said no on that.
5: Give me a sec. I'll be able to find it in two seconds, but you'll need to. I like it. I
4: mean, uh, I I, I, it's pretty in. unlikely. I, I, I did not realize how close, like five. I think we were what? Six points or five points at that moment. We're, we're that
3: seven back right now. We're seven back right
4: now. Yeah, we're seven back right now, eh?
3: We don't eh? want it to happen. We don't match up well right now against Montreal. Nah, fuck that. The Oilers right now can beat any team in this division in a seven game series, the way they're playing. Well, I I agree. I agree, but yep. it's just for some reason in front of Montreal we haven't figured that out yet. So I'd rather just demolish Winnipeg in the first round and see who's left after the uh, Toronto Montreal series.
5: Uh, so How about was, Ryan McLeod. Mm. So the answer to that poll, Chalmers, it was about uh, quick math here. Quick, your Remchuk math. It was about fifty-five percent no voted catching the lead.
3: So, so that means eighty percent yes. Your Remchuk math. Yes, exactly. Okay. 55, that means it's an even split.
4: Yep.
0: I <laughs> <Yep. laughs> mean, uh, no. yeah, it's, it's a tie. Yeah, uh, it's a tie. Ryan McLeod's been great, but you know who I actually want to talk about? The fucking other Ryan. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's he on fire. He, is, he, back. he looks like a new player. Tyler, you he got, got that? So bad
5: from him. Yes, he did. Absolutely, we did. And he had that last night, that goal, that fucking low rip. You
3: can't stop it. That's, that's, that is, that is vintage on brand Nugent Hopkins right there. You Even if, not did, you
4: see, did you see how hard dry skated for that open net just to get McDavid another point? Like they <laughs> want him to get points right now. I love it. They're just, how, like, if they're doing, they're going that intense for an open netter, man, I love the way this team's playing right now.
3: How oily of a three point night was that for Connor McDavid? That was crazy. Ridiculous. That's just like nonchalant, like nothing, like just, just oily. Just, just, just fucking like, the, he's going to do it. The century yeah. is happening.
5: Seven points in two games against the Jets is just absurd. He fucking, oh, I I tweeted this last night and Connor McDavid owns the Jets to the point where their fans should be shouting him out during the anthem because he is just running the show right now against <laughs> the Winnipeg saw
4: Jets. I saw a graphic on Sportsnet and he doesn't even right now have the best all-time uh goals per game for a year he has he he's at 1.76 goals per game for the season and Mario Lemieux when he came back from that retirement stint he went 1.77 for the whole season so I still think McDavid can get it I know he probably will that just kind of shocked me thinking about all of his like his multi-point games this season
0: he's a freak yeah, it's it's yeah. insane, man. Like I, I I have all the multi or all the four plus point games up in front of me right now on NHL.com, and like McDavid and Drysaddle are just littered on this thing. Like it's insane. They they've uh, I I mean I'm just spitballing here from looking at them, but the Oilers account for like one tenth of the amount of five or four plus point
3: games in the NHL this year. Like that's insane. Oh, not, su- not surprised. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
5: I was just going to say there could be a, a variant either side of that. Your Remchuk math, of course,
0: yeah. it, could, it could be
5: yeah. 20%. It could be 4%. Who knows?
0: I'm just spitballing from looking at the, looking at the screen here. I didn't actually do the math. Also, something Low Tide pointed out to me today. This could be the first year in NHL history where the player who leads the NHL in points, that number is higher than the player who leads the NHL in penalty minutes. Oh,
5: no. how's that for a poll from low tide? That is a random stat.
0: Because <laughs> uh, Max Domi has 71 right now and McDavid's at whatever, 84.
4: Bagmill, Milk,
5: can you look
0: difference. up the
4: origins of spitballing? I don't understand why that means, what it means.
0: Yes, I can.
3: Well, you know what Thank it means. You. you just don't know where it came well,
4: from. I know what it means. I just don't. Usually I can piece that kind of shit together. You can think of back to olden times,
3: but. Well, spitballing, I, spit I think, ball. I think, I think means taking something and throwing it at the wall. And if it sticks, like a, like a spitball would stick.
0: No, would I, I think,
3: can. I think it's like you're just
0: sitting there, you're sitting there gabbing, like talking a lot. And like balls of spit are coming out of your mouth because you're just
3: like going off the cuff and talking so much. All right. Ugh. All right. So don't, don't be in the <laughs> radius of your M chuck when he is talking.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's very, oh, passionate. I, all right. I so... get a moist mouth. <laughs> oh, oh, please make that a button of some oh, kind. Oh, God. I don't like that
3: at all. Yeah, yeah. Really Someone exciting. clip that up, please. We have to use that against them forever. Yeah, bro.
5: Surveyor Brett, there's a clean one for you, pal. Uh, yeah,
3: super clean.
5: All right. So the word spitball was first used in the 1700s to mean a tool to blacken one's boots. Later, the word spitball was used to mean a chewed-up piece of... Of a chewed up piece or wad of paper used as a missile by a child. Still later yet, a spitball was a certain type of baseball pitch that involved applying spit to a ball to make it wobble. However, now we're gonna keep going through here. It was not until the early 1930s that it starts to come under the, the current use, which means kind of just coming up with ideas. So 1930s, Chalmers. This is a very long article. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but yeah, there's there's your answer. So in the span of about 230 years that evolved a little bit from shining boots to coming up with ideas.
3: Because you, you heard the term like, let's just throw a bunch of things on the wall and see what sticks. Yes. Like that's brainstorming. And that to me is spitballing.
5: Yeah. 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 Know.
3: Just spitballing here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just talk. Just, yeah. you know, within a 30 foot radius of your M chuck here, getting. Uh, so it has nothing to do moisted. with my very moist mouth. Ah, oh, my God. I stay well hydrated. What can I say? Do uh-huh. so, you yeah, how, how, how many, how, how many glasses or cups or liters of water do you run three in a day? So this thing here
0: that I'm holding in front of me, the water bottle, I'm trying to see the That's number 24,
4: here. 24 ounces. It's about 16, about three quarters of the way up, isn't it?
0: Cause you're yeah, similar it, to mine. This is about, yeah, I think about 24 ounces here. And I'll say I drink anywhere from five
3: to eight of them in a day. Wow. Uh, what is that in milliliters? Like, talk, on, You talk drink speech? five
5: to eight of those bottles a day?
3: Hell yeah. You must just be
5: pissing all day long.
3: Just like. Why does he think goes. that's funny? That's just science.
5: Yeah, yeah. Where'd he go? He's trying just... to Where clear out the kidneys. Where is going? Your Remchuk fled the scene after right. we yeah. discovered that he is a constant piss baby.
3: Yeah, he is a piss baby. A moist <laughs> mouth piss baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh. No, I just Why is I'm that so funny? Not. Water uh, makes I, you I'm pee. Not, I'm not. I, yeah, 100%. Is there a story there that we need to know about? No, let's, 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 let's unwrap (laughs) this a little bit more. Yeah.
0: No, I was just really close to saying something that would have been clipped
3: forever. (laughs) Uh oh well, i'm glad you're having fun with this no, i, I alienating am alienating all of us in the audience
5: yeah because i still want to know how often you're peeing if you're drinking fucking 10 liters of water a day it appears
3: yeah i just
0: whenever i i don't know i don't keep track of them i'm not like counting but i do need i'd like to,
5: pee to see a you lot. count please
3: yeah i can get that done i'll just start yeah. counting how much i pee in a day that's how he floods his uh, in-laws house. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was just all piss. <laughs> he, he overflowed the toilet with the amount of that. So he overworked the toilet with yep. the 38 piss breaks. He took for the 90 minutes that he was there. Yeah. And the toilet just what gave in and flooded the house. Is happening?
5: Well, all right I know now. is that Chuck, in my opinion, could be a fan of water sports, but that is a conversation for another day.
3: He must have a weird OnlyFans account, hence his water consumption.
5: <laughs> uh, right. He's got rubber mats and
3: an OnlyFans, and that's all he needs. Oh, geez. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew there was something there to impact it a bit more. Anyway. But should we
4: re- talk NFL draft?
3: Or- I
0: regret where this episode's going already. Um, we're going to have Scott You can get Hastings- back to Nuge if you want. Yep, I just think he looks like a totally new player <laughs> since he came back and I feel bad for getting mad at him at points this year because he's he been should. fantastic. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for that and I hope they get a new deal done soon. I think Stoffer said something today about how uh, like an offer is going to be made. It's going to be up to Nuge's agent whether or not he, he signs it, which kind of sounds like a very basic way to, to talk about contract negotiations. Um, but Stoffer saying that probably means that there is going to be another offer coming soon um or at least that's what i'm piecing together in my own brain i'd like to see an extension announced before the playoffs I would that's too. just me would make me feel good Me too yeah it yeah. going to the playoffs on a nice note when the when it was his birthday like whatever 10 days ago and the oilers sent out the tweet in all caps nuge with like the little ex- exploding like birthday emoji or whatever it is um and i was like holy shit they signed him and i if it's his birthday i was like fuck it's just his birthday it means nothing to me
3: um yeah
5: sorry nuge happy birthday buddy
3: yeah, happy belated birthday from the rest of about. us, not Tyler. Yes, exactly, and Josh mm-hmm. Park for that matter.
5: Yeah, all right,
0: yeah, uh, I Charles. You wanted to hear my NFL draft thing. We're not going to spend too much yeah. time on this because this is a hockey podcast. I don't want people to get mad and be like, "Ooh, talk about the Oilers." But
3: this is interesting, what and is I kind of want to
4: talk about what is w- there to talk about. We've already talked enough about the Oilers because uh, going to the playoffs. The battle- I don't know.
3: Yeah, we talk about awesome. Kula Kulikoff. Kulikoff and his crazy gaffes last night. Mm-hmm. We could talk about Ryan McLeod. McLeod. We mm-hmm. can talk about How about Koskinen's did. new bucket. Ooh, the no, moment okay. is so, so sharp. So, but it it so looks like you're sm-
4: saying that we can talk about that. But do we want to?
0: I I, I want I don't know. to
5: know if you're going to talk about the N- the NFL draft. I want to know the guys with the best nicknames this year because that is my favorite part of the first round of draft day every year. Is the guys oh. with the best.
0: NFL bag book. You'll know, you'll know this guy. So Ian Rappaport tweets out like we're talking 30 minutes ago, update on former first round pick Tim Tebow. He recently worked out with the Jaguars and there has been at least some discussion of him signing with the Jags. Oh, he's also a tight end now.
5: All right. So he's done with
0: baseball then. Yes. Yeah, he's No more baseball. He's gone from quarterback to baseball player to like, you know what? NFL was kind of fun. I'm going to be a tight end. And there's talk the Jags might sign him.
3: He's built like got, one.
4: I just got a big delivery to one of my job sites here. So I had to move and I missed all of that. Who are you talking about?
3: Are you fucking kidding
4: me? Chalmers? <laughs> I'm dead serious. What am I supposed to do? These guys pull up. I'm sitting right in the way of where they, they need to drop all this material. And so I had to get out of the way and tell them where to put it. And uh, yeah, I totally
0: missed. That. I literally only read that for you, but I guess I'll read it again from Ian Rappaport. Yes. Update on a former first round pick. Tim Tebow recently worked out for the Jaguars and there has oh, been at what? least, and there has been at least some discussion of him signing and he's a tight end now.
4: That's what he should have been all along, man. And you know what? The, like, Oh, that's unbelievable. I can't stand Tim Tebow. I never have been able to, I really hope this doesn't pan out, but he should have been a tight end all the time. Cause he is jacked. Yeah. He's a big dude. And like, well, tight ends are basically. Wrong, yeah, correct
5: me if I'm wrong though, the NFL contracts aren't really worth a whole lot. Right. In that they could sign him to something and then just punt him two seconds later. Yes. Yes.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, 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 you know, it's all about the guaranteed money. Cause in the NFL, they can basically cut you and buy you out at any, at any moment. And it's something the players hate, but it's just a, I mean, it's, they collectively bargained it, so I don't know. They can't bitch about <laughs> it
3: anymore. But yeah, it's not like yeah, baseball where... They need to tighten their PA. That's like, Yeah, that's they amazing, really... Because you know? I, uh, I
5: just remember, like, I always see, like, these things where a guy will just... He'll have signed a monstrous contract and then a year or two later, or something is just, like, cut from the team. I was like, well, how does that work? So the contracts don't really yeah. mean anything, it seems like.
3: No, no, they're just a well, su- suggestion.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, we don't need to spend much time on it, but the first round of the NFL draft, Last year was done all uh, over Zoom, and, you know, there, it, was, it was done really well, and I really liked it because there was some of the things that we might remember that were super hilarious, like C.D. Lamb's girlfriend trying to take his phone and him basically, like, snatching it from her, not realizing he's on camera. Uh, just a lot of other fun stuff that happened. But this year, they're going to be in person, and old Roger Goodell is going to be hugging again.
3: Oh, yeah. He Fully Roger you, Goodell. you
0: want a big piece of NFL news now? This just yeah. came down 49 seconds ago from Adam Schefter. A trade? Trade? Reigning MVP Aaron Rodgers is so disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers that he has told some within the organization he does not want to return to the team. He wants Whoa. to lose Jeopardy. Wow. I get it. That's, wow. This could be a hell of a day in the NFL.
4: This is going to be a huge day. That's that's he going to cause should
0: money. go to San Fran. There was a rumor about that earlier today, about how San Fran loaded up an offer for him.
4: Well, San Francisco also notably traded up in the draft to the third pick. And has basically said that they're taking this guy named Mac Jones, who's a quarterback and that Kyle Shanahan, their coach is one guy who wants him, And that there's quite a few people who want another guy named Trey Lance, who's also a quarterback. I don't know how you go on as, like, a coaching staff <clears throat> if you know the guys that if, – if you take the guy you want as the head coach and you know that there's even, like, a possibility that guys won't try as hard to make him good to prove that they were right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just love – I love the NFL draft for a lot of reasons. Yeah. And that is, like, a lot of these guys, they just – They work so hard and immediately if you get picked in the first five picks of the NFL draft, you know, you could basically just look at them and say, your family never has to worry about money again. Your kids and your kids, kids never have to worry about money again. And a lot of time they don't come from anything. They come from nothing. Most of the stories are,
0: they're great stories.
4: They're great stories. Now there is a lot of quarterbacks and like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence has that kind of story. Who's, you know, going to go number one today. But I just think I, the NHL draft, it doesn't, it doesn't do the same thing as it does after like pick five as the NFL draft does for me. I don't do know. Do you why. think
5: that would help then Chalmers? Because these dudes are generally older a little bit that the NHL pushed back draft eligibility until say 20 years old or 21. Cause what I, I assume all these guys are generally
3: 21, 22. Yeah. They've played their colleges college yeah, careers. Out. Yeah.
4: 19,
3: some elect twice, early, 19, yeah. some elect early for the, draft. but not at like 19. No, no, no. Well, Juju Smith schusters pretty young. What about getting Gary Bettman to start hugging the draftees? Mm, yeah. You'll make it a little bit more intimate. That'd you know? be
4: nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Ooh, anyway, hugs yeah. from the crypt keeper. Anybody, anybody that wants to chat about the NFL draft tonight, hit me up.
3: Yeah, Deanna Chalmers. Uh, well, ask, I'm happy we'll get... it's in Cleveland. I'm happy it's in Cleveland. Good for oh, that yeah. city. I love Cleveland. Yeah. Fun times in Cleveland again. You guys I like
4: know
0: Cleveland that video? Too. Nope. Uh it seems that, The Cleveland tourism video. Fun times uh, in Cleveland again. When I think Cleveland. of a Cleveland song,
5: it's Cleveland Rocks.
0: Yeah, starring yeah
4: Drew the K. Drew Frank. the Drew Carey show. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cleveland um, does rock. We're gonna we can talk about some of this stuff with Scott Hastings coming up in like twenty five minutes here.
5: I assume you can bet on the NFL draft, yes. Oh, oh
0: fuck. Sick, you can bet yeah. on the NHL draft if you want to. do. Oh yeah. Oh
4: yeah. But, like, here's the thing. There's so many moving parts in the first round of the NFL draft that, like, even the best, like, Mel Kuyper mock draft expert will get, like, four picks right out of 30. You know what I mean? Like, it there's not good accuracy. It, it's usually, oh, it's, like, the it's first so many Once one player shifts, stuff, one once player one player moves, job, it's over. Yeah. One trade Pretty happens. Much. You know, it just moves everything around. Oh,
3: I just want to see Vontae Mack get drafted in Cleveland. Let's go.
4: I just want to go
5: golfing.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, get, so you guys are about, getting. Hold up, you guys are getting in a pre Oilers game round of golf. We, we are, are living playing. in an amazing okay, COVID, notwithstanding, because yeah. uh, the COVID climate is horrific. But the fact that we can go and play a post-work round of golf before an oiler game is that's 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 good living right there. That's and it's so only man.
5: April. It's April and It's April,
3: and it's April. It's right. Like it's, it's, we're, we're playing with house money right now. It's yep. so good.
5: Like I complained this morning when I took my dog out for a quick walk and I'm like, Oh, it's kind of gloomy and shitty. Oh, oh yeah. It's April. It's fucking April. That's a good yeah. sports day, boys.
3: Very good sports day.
0: So the round of golf and then you're just back home at whatever, like seven o'clock and you mentioned you might miss the first 15 minutes of the game and you'll PVR it. I Starting say that to question is the,
5: Jay's priorities here.
0: That, no, that is the best. I love like part of the reason I love the five o'clock starts on top of you're done early is if I'm like cooking dinner and I'm not done cooking until like five fifteen, you pause the first 15 minutes of the game.
3: That would, that would, I <laughs> would suggest you started cooking at four thirty, which is in itself impressive. Um, yeah, you know what I, I, did? Huh?
4: I never PVR games and I, I have been, cause we have been golfing before a lot of games and I don't want to miss the first period. And so when I get home, I watch them. But when you watch a game on just times two speed, it shows you the momentum swings so much better. Like you just see how they, like how they all move around in the zone and then, you know, it'll get to the neutral zone and then back into the zone neutral zone back in. And it's like,
0: so you watch the games at two times speed.
4: No, just when like, I'll watch it like that. Yeah, to kind of catch up. I don't mean – I don't need to see, like, the you don't get the small nuances of what's happening in those plays, but when I want to catch up, because I like being live. I, I hate not being live. I can't look yeah. at my phone. I can't yeah. look at Twitter, Instagram. I hate it. So I try to catch up that way. Yeah. I go times two during the play. When they score, I'll then rewind it. I'll watch the goal, and then I'll go back to times two, commercials, times four, and I usually catch up pretty quick. Times and it's
3: two. it's even
5: funny – it, times two, that, like things are flying well, by.
3: Times yeah. two, no, that no, no, no. is that is the speed of which the opposition views Connor McDavid at.
5: Oh yeah. Oh, he's a freak. Like that that still image the other day of him getting the breakaway against Winnipeg and looking back over his shoulder. Who does that? <laughs> He was changing lanes and he had to shoulder check. Like (laughs) Nobody does that. It was just the weirdest thing and the most amazing thing at the same time. That's going to go down as
0: as like one of the probably, and that might be the most iconic photo of this season is McDavid looking back at the Jets. Like that just sums up the whole year in like one little still image, him looking back at
3: everyone. Let's sell it as an NFT. Let's go. I don't know what that
0: means. Not a wonderful token, bro.
3: What?
4: A non fungible token. It's a virtual piece of art.
0: I like. I know what it, I know what it is, but I don't know like the point of it. And I, I don't know. It's, it's to it's, get that provenance, brother. It's so you can say you own something that everyone has access to. Yeah, but isn't it? Aren't isn't it like also super bad for the environment?
5: What? Uh, there's an angle that some people suggest that yes,
0: like it's, those and splash. like and mining Bitcoin and shit. They're like the pa- brutal for the environment.
3: Oh, the the blockchain power
5: required to to kind of house and transfer NFTs is not exactly environmentally friendly.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm just saying it's
5: just like, it's NFTs, like Bitcoin. Yeah. There's there's people overseas that in the winter they'll they have so many mining computers for Bitcoin in their houses that they'll shut off their power entirely, and that's what heats their homes in the winter. It's pretty wild, actually. That's fucked. So it's that's gnarly. Insane. I spent a lot of a- time reading about this nerdy shit. You remember check.
0: Yeah, and, like, I respect the hell out of you for doing that because I'm not smart enough to wrap my head around that, but that will be the one thing, like, you know, your parents don't understand technology. Like, that'll be my old man thing because it'll be, like, NFTs and shit, and I'll be like, you kids, I remember Twitter.
3: Wait, I've, I've, I I've I finally, there's now a piece of technology that is out there that I do not have an understanding of that I just oh? watched a video on, and I was TikTok? like, I have hit that. No, are you checking? I'm fact, our TikTok's blowing up, bro. Chalmers, my no, 58-year-old no. dad is in on TikTok.
4: No, no, no! But, it's a joke. It's like what? saying Jay does TikToks. They're so bad that it, it questions whether or not he actually knows.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I, I don't, I don't fit the. I'm in the TikToks. I don't fit the genre of TikToks. But it's Roblox.
4: uh
5: See, about, I bought some. I bought some it? stock in Roblox because I believe it. Believe yeah, i <laughs>
3: big on the Roblox stock. Oh, of course, and it's it's crazy. But I'm just learning. about them like what the hell what is it it's this like an it's interesting it's, ecosystem
5: if you are a kid under 15 in the united states there's like it's something i'm spitballing so don't quote me but it's something ridiculous like a 70 percent chance that you have interacted with a robux on in some variety the, their user their daily usage is just bananas
3: it's a virtual world and other programmers can go in and program their own world Yep. Within this within this world, and that people just kind of start kind of attending and then yep. buying things in that world. It's 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 Jesus. fucking yeah, it's 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 a whole nother layer. So that's now I'm like, holy cow, I do not have an understanding of this. I have yep. hit that point.
5: I'm trying to find uh I'm trying to find this. There's a documentary basically about a game. Uh, where you're, it, it's, you are a sim and you're in this whole other world and people create stores in this virtual world and you can go in and spend real currency on them. It's The whole thing is just, it's wild what we're getting into.
3: Is this we're, like that second life thing that the, Dwight Schrute did?
5: Yes, yes, it's exact. That's actually <laughs> what it's called, the second life. I couldn't remember. Oh, it. huh. Pulling it out of the office, good for you. Thank but you. yeah, there's, there's, we're pushing ourselves into the matrix sooner and yes. sooner, it's gonna happen.
3: Like people are just gonna to want to be uploaded into that world and not even have to deal with real life.
5: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's it's spooky. fascinating. It's
3: fascinating. And you just go you go around, you buy your digital apples and go have your digital dinner. Yep. And go uh to the digital bar to meet your digital wife.
5: Okay. So the documentary I was looking for is called Life Two It's from twenty ten. So at this point, that's over a decade old. That's a lot old just, as shit. But just watching it. And seeing where it was in 2010 to where we are probably now is it's probably mind-melting and it's only going to get crazier. We're going to have Elon Musk putting chips in our fucking head and all of a sudden I'm playing video games while I'm looking at you guys and you guys are like, Oh, bag milk's on the podcast. But really I'm playing some kind of something. I
0: don't know. That's scary. I don't like it. Spooks me.
5: Imagine though, Tyler, you have your two TVs on the wall. Plus you've got the chip in your brain. So you're doing picture and picture and picture. You got the two TVs plus the third one in the middle of your eyes or something like that. It's going to be great.
0: I gave up one of my two TVs actually.
5: Oh, you caved.
0: No, actually it was a good thing. Um, My dad has been wanting to like spend more time outside and like it started on his birthday when we wanted to watch an Oilers game together, but you can't sit inside Uh together. So I brought over my second TV, put it on the deck (laughs) And then after that, he was like, can I keep it here for a bit? And I was like, yeah, sure. You can keep it. So I gave my you second what, TV to my dad.
5: I wonder how many people are, cause you can't do things together inside, but yeah. I wonder like, are people buying a lot more projectors now? So you can throw something up on the side yeah. of the house or the garage or whatever, oh, yeah. make your well, own kind of drive in type scenario and watch. Have, you, have you seen
3: those new projectors? You literally put them like a foot off the wall. Like, like, you put them, like, below, like, say you buy an entertainment center, you put it on the top of the entertainment center and then it just shoots the image, like, straight up the wall up to, like, 140 inches or something crazy? See, that's the business. That is the business. And all you have to do is just put no, a little umbrella over it, umbrella it and then it. now it's good that's for that's any, any right. uh, type of weather.
5: Like weather. I can see Chalmers no, getting himself one of those where it's, like, a big projector where you're watching the game with your boys outside because you can't do it inside. Yeah. Dude, good I, good I just, bought
4: one. There there just go. bought one. I bought one. I got it delivered. I'm setting it up this weekend. I bought like an outdoor off of Amazon. I bought an outdoor, it's called a mini um, projector. It uh, came with a 120 inch uh, nylon screen that will not um, uh, crease, Uh -uh. will not wrinkle. And so, yeah, it's awesome. And it was really actually quite inexpensive. I think it was all in like $174 or something like that. Wow. And uh, so what I did was I had Shaw come over And when I was renovating my current house that I'm in, I ran a um, underground cable feed to my garage because it's a detached garage in the back of my house. And I put about like 50 to 75 feet of cord in the garage. And I had the Shaw guy come over and put the end on it because you would think that wouldn't be a hard thing to do. Well, I've tried it a million times and I cannot do it. You need a special tool anyways. So now I can actually take my Shaw box right next to the projector in the backyard, have full cable. I tested it out in the garage the other day. It's beautiful. I cannot wait to do it. So we're probably going to do it this weekend. Cause it's going to be nice.
5: See, I knew Chalmers would be on board of this projector lifestyle. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, so I had been looking at ways to get a TV outside and like you can go and buy one of those stands that uh, you know, are for flat screen TVs that you'd see like in a boardroom or something, right. That wheels around and, and uh you could get one of those for like 150 bucks and then buy like a 50 inch screen tv for like 500 700 bucks that was just much yeah no it wouldn't well but the fact is is i gotta wheel it inside and like have it inside at all times like this projector is literally the size of like a playstation maybe smaller right yeah so anybody looking for that like yeah uh i could i could i can let you know which ones i got because It really does make a difference as to which one you buy when it's going to be outside. You need you need intense brightness, a lot of lumens they call them, and so.
5: And you'll just be down for a great summer, is what you're going to be doing.
4: Oh, dude, we're going to have a fire. We'll have a fire, and like right in front, uh, my kids will put blankets down with like tons of pillows, and they'll just sit on the grass and like watch a movie on a Saturday night, like outside on a beautiful night. It's going to be awesome.
5: It's going to be great.
4: Yeah,
3: it is going to be great as long as I'm legally allowed. You're legally allowed to come
4: over to Miles anytime you want.
3: Well, but if uh, right now gatherings outside are allowed, so I can be there.
4: Yeah. Once you're on my property, ain't nobody tell me what to do there.
3: Wow. So. Oh, okay there, <laughs> just, big guy.
4: No, is that how you took it? I hate when people say that shit to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, tough guy. It's a joke, buddy. The joke. <laughs> I would like that anybody come and sit around my fire in the backyard, socially distanced, my wife puts the hammer down. So
5: I would like good. to see your outdoor projection screen. I imagine the setup is cooler than you're leading us on that. You're leading on actually. Well, I, ha-
4: I haven't actually set it up yet when I do, I'll <laughs> take a picture of no, the set. plans.
5: I-, I can see the plans already coming together. You know.
4: Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I, I actually have like a really good backyard for it because it's going to be tucked in behind the gr- the garage, which is like where I put my skating rink. And so it'll be darker back there. Um, no, nah, it's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. I've been waiting to, I've been dying to do it, but the weather's been crappy. So, yeah. Yeah. Today might be the best weather we've golfed in so far this year.
0: I, I, this is just a thing, but I love the first good rain of the year. Like I left oh, when I was walking it's in. It's the best. The best. When I was walking into the radio station today, it was raining heavily. And I was like, this is great. Like I love the smell. And then after when I was leaving, the sun was starting to come out and it just smells so fresh. And you think about like the golf courses are going to be so green and it's almost ball season and all this shit. I love it. I can't get enough of it.
4: Like golf courses are hard right now. Like our greens are firm. They're like in July type of greens right now. We need this right. Do you know what it feels like to me when it rains the first time is just like Everything has just, like, a haze of, like, dust, right? And that first rain just gets rid of it. And I, like, yeah, there's nothing better than, this wasn't a big, real hard, hard rain. I would prefer, like, a real nice night storm that just washes away all the filth.
0: Yeah, it's the best. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, we're a couple minutes away from Scott Hastings from odd Trek. Before we do that, uh, if you have if you've been listening to the pod and you haven't checked out manscape.com yet, what are you doing? Get with the program, whether it's for you, or whether there's someone in your life that you look at and go, you got to clean things up. Maybe you want to buy him a gift. You can do all of that. Manscape.com. They got the Canadian special out. Now you get free boxers and the toiletry bag and free shipping. Also, you want to save 20% Pff, easy promo code, real life, that will save you 20%. The lawnmower 3.0, we've all been using it now for a while, and we all speak highly of it. And that's not I've just... A, I've got a
3: date with mine this weekend.
0: There you go. That's not just talk either. Like, I legitimately... And here's the other thing, too. I've been using it now for like three months. I haven't had to charge it once. Like, the battery on that thing is fucking insane. It's fantastic. I can't get Again, enough of my mask. The, I,
5: the LED light is just... Uh, I didn't know I needed it until I have it, you know? Yeah.
3: I just use it as a flashlight. I put it in my mouth. Maybe it's a function your M Chukka not having much to trim.
0: No, I don't think that. I'm thinking of... Do you guys wear the boxers? Oh, yeah. I wear the boxers.
4: They're nice. They are nice.
0: Yeah, they're really nice. Um, Speaking of trimming... If you guys remember back around like November, December-ish, I grew out like my greasy little mustache. I'm debating bringing it back
3: for the playoffs. Do it. You saw
5: to. yeah, it too. But I think I, think I need
3: to start growing it now. Yes, yeah. I should have grown. It started three months ago, but let's go.
5: Okay. I think you should definitely do it. It was a great look for you. It was very, very attractive to both our male and female listeners. And uh, the others can use the support. So I encourage you to do it.
0: Yeah. And I think I would like match Nuge too. Like, I think that could be something we bond over at some point, which is something you should
5: probably do after all the horrible things you've been saying about him over the last couple of weeks. I never said
0: horrible things. I just wasn't exactly supportive of him. <sighs> but um, anyways, I might bring back the greasy mustache. Have you guys thought about like any cool playoff stuff yet? What are we doing? I haven't wishing, done. Yeah. Yeah.
5: wishing take, for pre pandemic days. Let's take
0: requests yeah.
3: from
4: our loyal listeners.
3: Well, we had a we had yeah we should we had a the event there at the pint that was the the clinch party I think we called it mist or something yeah, and we had clinchmas. a barber and we had we had um a barber show up and shave people to to shave people so they could start their playoff beard growth. Yep, huh? That's fun. Um, so I, I, think I got what we to need... shave in the Brian I got them to shave in the Brian Fontana mustache for <laughs> for an evening and I felt very good. And then felt extremely. You could rock a good mustache.
5: Oh yeah, Jay get a. has got a great mustache when he has one. Absolutely dark. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you look like you're
0: built for it. Um. Tom anyways, Thompson. I think we need like a very good like game day call to action for Oilers fans, or even just for listeners of this podcast. Like, I'm trying to think. Of what we could do, like some little tradition where every game day, whether it's, you're just a listener of this podcast or like for the nation as a whole, what is one like very cool call to action we could do where you post it out on Twitter. We got the hashtag, everyone comes together. Everyone's doing it. It builds up the community.
3: I don't know what we could do, but I'm thinking.
5: I like your passion.
3: Yeah, I know. I like where you're going with this. I do too. Um, What is a pregame? Like I don't
0: know if we could do like a game day shotgun because not everyone drinks, not everyone wants to shotgun a beer. That could like leave people out. Um, Like we could do like the game day shot, but it doesn't have to be alcohol. Like what are you that kind of thing? But that's like pretty basic. Like I don't know, maybe hit us up in our DMs and we'll and we'll start to brainstorm some ideas.
3: Yeah, it'd be cool because if you could, if it's something you could take, and at some point, Josh at one point in the day takes like. 30 of the videos that were made and like it's yeah. a montage we're talking about a lot of work here but at the same time that's on josh so that's okay um <laughs> like even just yeah. something something you got to keep the barrier of entry low uh yeah. and also the ability for creativity high yeah
5: huh. you could even just do like a uh
3: even just like just, a let's go video, like, in,
5: yeah. Or like keys to victory or a score prediction or something that gets us all on the same page, you know? Yep.
0: Yeah. We'll think about it. If you have ideas, hit us up in any of our DMS or DM me. And, uh, we, we will, we'll get to thinking on this. This will be our project for sort of the next couple episodes here is we will bring up some ideas. We'll come up with something, some sort of call to action, For Oilers
3: fans, real-life listeners, all that stuff for playoff time. Because I am all in. Speaking about about playoffs, I'm thinking about getting uh, Oilers Nation decals into the Oodle Noodle stores again. So if anyone's looking for decals, come to a store, buy a bottle of water, buy a box, buy anything, and get a free Oilers Nation decal. I'm working on that. So stay tuned. Sounds good. I, I walked into work there. I was talking with Dusty
0: a little bit. And I said, uh, I was like, you know what? This team, like after last night, my optimism's never been higher. And I just look at them and I go, I think they can beat the Jets in a series. You're in round two going up against the Leafs or the Habs. Both those teams have flaws. Both those teams are playing great right now. Um, I just, I look at this and go, I think we could be going on a run here. And I mean, whatever. Hockey gods do what they do. I'm, fully prepared for the jets to shut down McDavid through two games, Mike Smith to get pulled in both games. And we're sitting here like, you know, burning everything down, but I don't think that's happening. I think we're getting to a point where like legitimately this, I'd say there's a 50% chance they go on
3: like a good run here. That's how, that's how optimistic I'm feeling. As long, as long as Cahoon can stay up uh, on the first line and keep the dry line together on the second line, then, you know, it's tough to shut down two lines. Uh, So uh, I drink the Kool-Aid man hard and, we got mike smith who's a fucking he's giving player. off roly vibes rolly vibes he's just he just fucking wants it Ooh, Connor i haven't heard wants that
5: rolly
4: vibe he totally is you're, you're right
3: he's giving um,
5: off rolly vibes man he's got the old man swag he's got some dad power he's playing great he's oh, yeah. fucking fiery as all hell like,
3: epic epic quaff
5: oh the flow
3: has been ready since day one Yeah, uh, it's great it's good time, Remchuk. I'm drinking. I am buying what you're selling.
5: And you know what? Even last night, I, I've got to. I'm going to give him love. Miko Koskin last night was excellent.
3: That excellent that, six that and three Kulikoff, with like a nine twenty nine save percentage since Smith came back. He's been good in the last couple months. That's that's the secret to Miko. If he plays one out of every ten games, he's going to be lights out. But uh, that save he makes in the first, like, who knows where that's the game huge. goes if that goes in? Who knows? Huge.
5: And like that goal that did go, the Wheeler goal. I mean, well, w- what the fuck's he going to do on it?
3: You know, we gave it to him. We put yeah. it on like like that. That wasn't Miko's fault. That yeah. was Kulikov. Kulikov gaff. Kulikov I just had think a rough like, night.
5: I think that like last night, I was cruising Twitter, and there's a lot of Oiler fans that are really still hard on Miko. But you got to give props when props are well, due. He you played. You got to pump him up
3: when he plays good. Exactly. Tons and tons of gratitude and appreciation from Miko Koskinen from me.
5: And again, that bucket looks real sharp. Oh, it's,
2: that it's finish, very, man
3: gets me. It's very similar to Mike Smith's helmet. And I saw a meme
0: page on Instagram throw something out that said Miko Koskinen did it. Cause he's trying to trick Dave Tippett into thinking he's Mike Smith so he can play more. Ah, <laughs> That's funny. I get it. That's funny. I get it. We got uh,
3: to see Staylock. We got to see what we got there.
0: Nah, I, I, I've changed my tune on that. I'm now of the minds that you don't need to, he's under contract for next year. He's coming back at league men. You can figure out what you have in him in training camp. I, I don't think you need to know what you have in Luck anymore. I think it's fine. He's whatever. He's a third year whatever. As
5: long as the old boy stays healthy, you know? Because like when Mike Smith's leaving practice early, everybody gets nervous right now, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel that. All right. Uh, we're a couple minutes away from Scott Hastings from Odd Shark. We'll talk a little bit more about these big NFL stories. We'll talk about some hockey as well. You'll want to stay tuned so we can get to our parlay for the day. Get some betting advice. From them always good stuff with our friend, uh, with our friend Scott Hastings from Mad Shrek. This has been a—I describe it as a slow-paced podcast, but we've hit on some good areas. It's been like relaxed. I'm glad. Mm. Anywho, I'm glad we could. There's see nothing you. to really
4: be fired up about right now.
0: No, uh, and, like that's kind, kind of the nice up part. Up Oilers are buzzing. Yeah. The weather's nice right now. Like I'm in just such like a kind of mellow mood of like, nah, yeah, I'm happy. Oh, I Last get it. We're, We're all Let's just all happy. We're all just happy right gas now.
4: prices.
5: Yeah, and lumber, lumber prices, Chalmers.
4: Lumber, lumber. prices. <laughs> no, we can talk about Doge. Hey. Can I can talk about, about Doge. Toys.
3: Yeah, yeah. We can talk Loves. about Elon
4: Musk on Saturday Night Live.
3: Yeah, I'm
0: good.
4: What we think <laughs> what we think <laughs> is gonna happen there. Uh, I, can,
3: I, can I can only I can only assume it's gonna be extremely awkward, but that's yeah, it's it's, why I'm gonna tune into it.
5: Yeah, it's gonna be starchy gonna and be awful. It's gonna be funny for all the wrong reasons, I think cuz Elon like I've watched Very in the risky. last year I've watched a lot of Elon Musk whether it's talks or interviews he's not funny
2: he's, no, he's he just doesn't not seem funny <laughs>
3: I'm 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 wondering like I'm surprised like his board of directors or and I guess he doesn't give a fuck what they say is not doing everything in their power to stop it no cuz he's Tony yeah. Stark he's doing whatever the fuck he wants yeah exactly
0: uh, let's get into some betting talk. We're bringing in Scott Hastings from oddshark.com. Everything you need to make the sharper play, head to oddshark.com. Whether it is their uh, supercomputer, whether it's just the odds or their go-to sports books, everything is up at oddshark.com. Scott, how's it going?
6: Absolutely. Everything is up. What's going on, fellas? How are you?
0: That can be it. Send that to whoever your marketing person is. Everything is up <laughs> at oddshark.com. Great. Uh, let's start with some NFL shit, man. This Aaron Rodgers thing, baby. We got an exciting few hours. Let's go.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that's good news for the Bears. That's, that was the first team that came to my mind. It's bears. uh, You know, they, they struck out on Russell Wilson and whatnot. uh, Going with the red rocket heading into the season.
4: There is no (laughs) chance. He's going to go to, he's going to go to the Packers biggest or actually he might with the amount of, he hates them. If he did, yeah. that would be unbelievable.
6: It, it's just a classic move. If he's that pissed off, I know that uh, Chicago would have to severely overpay for that to happen. But it just would make sense. Like, that's where he wants to go. If he's not going to play, they got to get rid of him. If that's if that's the case. And uh, why not do a divisional rival?
0: I'm, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> it'll be fun to keep track of though here. Cause Twitter, like I've had my tweet deck open this whole time here and I'm keeping an eye on it. It's just been buzzing this whole time. It's so, so good. Uh, NFL draft tonight though, Scott, for people who are listening to this draft would be in, you know, a couple hours and, and they maybe want to get in on it from a betting perspective. What are some popular ways to do that?
6: Yeah, I think the most common one. And, uh, of course, this is the, the story of the draft is who is the Niners going to take, Uh, I think Mac Jones is the favorite at minus 200 and I ultimately think that's where he'll go, but there's plenty of options there. I think everyone else is plus money after that. Justin Fields and Trey Lance and whatnot. Uh, I do ultimately think he goes with Mac Jones, but that is the story of the draft uh, at this point. So that is the most intriguing bet to play. Uh, I also saw that the running backs, I did a little write up on the running backs and uh, the over under for running backs going in the first round was set at a, Uh, one and a half uh, with the over juice at minus 200. Uh, I think that for sure uh, Najee Harris is definitely going from Alabama and uh, Clemson running back, Travis Etienne, he's definitely going in that first round. So I think that's a smart play as well. What about our
3: boy, local boy Chuba Hubbard? I was
6: just going to bring him up. He's going late. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. He He had a down year. You know, I thought last year was the year to go. Uh, He went back for another season. Of course he led the NCAA in rushing yards last year or uh, two seasons ago, I should say. Uh, And then returned for his final year, maybe a misstep. Although Travis Etienne, same thing. He also had a misstep uh, going back for his senior year as well. I didn't really agree with. Uh, I think, I think he will get drafted for sure. Um, And I just, I think he'll probably slip late second, early third.
0: Really? I've heard some people, I I think that's optimistic. Yeah, You think even further, hey? Yeah.
4: yeah. I, I had I, I, moments I, last night where I felt really, really old. I don't know why I'm interjecting when you have this point. So I'll get back to it. Go keep talking about your guy.
6: <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, personally, if I'm in a draft, I've never taken a running back in the first round. I think it's a waste of money, uh, a waste of a draft pick. You can pick. If your offensive line is good, you can throw anyone in the backfield and they'll do just fine. Uh, but that's just me. I'm not a general manager yet in the NFL. Stay tuned. So okay, now I'll interject. Yeah.
4: Uh, so I had a I had a moment last night where I was looking at the first round mock draft. And it's another one of those how old I feel. It's one of those moments in time when I saw at the back end of the first round cornerback Asante Samuel Jr., I remember watching Asante Samuel not too long ago, and now yeah. he has a 19-year-old son in the draft. It's one of those moments where I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting old. And I started thinking about my mortality, and then I got down a dark spiral. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. He was born in 1983, and he's got a 19-year-old son. That's just Crazy.
6: Yep. No, no comment.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. Um, all right. Let's dig into some hockey stuff here. One question I kind of had for you and like, I dig around, I look at a lot of this sort of like professional betters picks around hockey. And I noticed like the one guy, Dom Lecision, he now has like a, I'm not touching it list as, as we head down the stretch. <laughs> do you buy into like, or do you avoid the teams who have like, you know, quote unquote, nothing to play for or teams that have already clinched or anything like that? Like, do you have like, Stay away scenarios at all?
6: Um, was that my internet cracking out there for a sec here? Uh, no, I, I don't know. It's interesting because it can go both ways. There's there's the adage of they have nothing to play for, so why are they going to go and play? Uh, your boy Joe Osborne is a, a, a he hates that notion because these are professional athletes that are still playing for a contract. They have next season. They have a lot of things on the line the general managers, the coaches, there's a lot still at stake. So I don't really buy into that notion of uh, we have nothing to play for. So we're not going to play to our best ability. So I don't agree with that. However, as far as the, uh, I will not touch lists, I've made those lists, but I still end up betting on them. So it's a pointless list. (laughs)
0: Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, let's look at tonight then why not let's dig into it here whether it's uh, you already gave us your one little piece of draft advice there so whether it's baseball if you got to play and then let's uh, let's do a little hockey betting tonight what are you liking yeah
6: yeah yeah. I'll come more prepared on the baseball front this week Uh, Boston got us in the ass last week actually we were terrible all around uh, so I like the Diamondbacks tonight. Uh, you can take them uh, on the money line, minus 150, or uh, on the run line, I, you'll probably get that at about plus 135-ish. Uh, if you're looking for a straight-up dog, I don't find the Rangers over said uh, Boston Red Sox, but my, my main play is Arizona t- uh, tonight. Uh, and then looking at the, the ice, uh, I, I like the Wild to bounce back over the Blues after yesterday. I thought they were going to win that game yesterday. Uh, So I'm going to go back right with them this uh, tonight. Uh, And I like Dallas to keep it close with the Lightning. Uh, Dallas has been a scrappy team. The Lightning in one of those positions where, you know, they're sort of winning some games, losing some games. They're a little, they're scuffling a little bit. So at minus one seven, I don't like the value on Tampa Bay. So uh, give me Dallas on the top line. And then I'm going to take the over in the Islanders and Rangers game over five and a half. I like that. So what were the, the ones islanders? Again? Yeah, yeah. Uh so, so again, we'll go uh Dallas plus one and a half. Yeah. You could probably get that in around the minus 130, minus 140 range. Uh cool. either the islanders straight up at even money or the over five and a half in that one. I prefer Pretty. the over, but uh both both good options and the wild to win over St. Louis.
0: Fantastic stuff. Scott, as always, man, appreciate your time. Thanks for doing this.
6: Take care, fellas. Good luck
0: and enjoy the draft tonight. Yes, sir. You as well. There you go. That is Scott Hastings from Oddshark.com. Everything you need to make the draft play, head to Oddshark.com today. And he gives us some good betting advice. Rangers, Islanders, the Over, and the Stars plus one and a half. I've never a huge fan of going on that reverse puck line. Uh, for the Oilers tonight, though, Jay, you did your pregame, pregame show bright and early today at twelve
3: fifteen. What do you uh, what do you like in betting wise tonight? So normally I try to bring thoughtful analysis to my bets, but my bets are coming from a place of rage. So I'm going the Oilers minus two and a half.
5: Gee. Gee. Yeah. Yikes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going Dominic Cahoon goal plus 500.
5: Oh,
3: wow. Getting bold. I'm looking at,
5: I'm looking at the Oilers game tonight too for some bets. And, how fucking funny is it that Connor McDavid over one and a half points on the book I'm on is minus odds. Yeah.
3: Like, I
5: know. Just <laughs> ridiculous.
3: Like, geez, That's how awesome. good are you?
5: It's like, so the book I'm on has over one and a half points for Connor McDavid at minus one fifteen, but it also has under one and a half at minus one fifteen for him. Just <laughs> bananas. We'll talk
4: about for a second. We talk about for a second the Andrew Ference uh, debacle on the TV Oh, that's promotion. the best!
5: Oh, wow! That's the yes. best. You have I one. I just
4: could not believe it. And you see Danny Heatley like calling everybody's just like you idiot. This is your first time to announce a huge TV deal that you just signed, yeah. and you just search Oilers captain. Like, yep, the fuck
5: that's are exactly you doing? what they did. And I would also yeah. argue that the picture they used of Ovechkin, that is an old photo as well, because yeah, he was well, not salt and pepper Ovi like we know today.
4: Yeah.
0: I think, was he not using a Reebok jersey in it? Maybe I'm totally, totally off there. Um, I don't know. I didn't but, look that close. It was just a man I laughed. Yeah, it Even was hilarious. was like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> um, Chalmers, you know that's not the real Danny Healy, right?
4: Oh, I know okay that's the name on it is like what what's the twitter what's the handle
0: danny all-star healy or whatever he's funny (laughs)
4: yeah Heater all-stars i'm like no it's a funny account though i like the account i know it's not danny healy but it's a funny account
0: good 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 good. um all right yeah i'm trying to pull it up now i forget where i posted it's the best it's the
5: best that they had andrew Ferrance there like Connor mcdavid has been the captain for what five years now like it that. just
0: it just kind of goes to show um, how, how things sort of operate there. But yeah, that so is definitely What it goes to show
4: is is that you didn't. If you really wanted to put somebody was like, okay, the best player in the leagues are the captain of the Capitals and the captain of the of the, the Amgen Oilers. Go get a picture of them. And this guy didn't even like just search up the 2021 roster. Like, how fucking hard is that?
3: It's it's so easy. Like Google even it's makes it so ridiculously <laughs> easy. The best. Yeah.
5: It's like I couldn't have thought of a funnier kind of
3: like. It's such a miss. You almost think you almost have to ask if it was by design.
5: Well, I was going to say that like it was such a bad miss. It reminded me of something we would do in our yearly countdown for the puck drop, just to fuck with people or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I just by intentionally fucking that up. I'm not sure what you're gaining though, right? Like attention. I mean, but like, attention. It, but the attention only goes to diehard hockey fans who, like, already know that shit's going on. Like, a casual hockey fan's not like, oh, my God, they messed up, Andrew. Or, like, you know, a non-hockey fan isn't like, oh, TNT got the hockey rights. No, I noticed it because they fucked up the image.
4: Hey, boys, here's to a great weekend. I'm looking forward to hockey, but I got to go. I got a date with some new golf shoes.
0: Whoa, okay. You have fun yeah. with that, Charles. Uh, don't the let t- yeah. get in the way.
3: Mm, Bye. Yeah,
0: see you, Johnvers. And then there were three. Um,
3: <laughs> I got a hard stop. I got a call. I got a sales call. I'm pitching my my life away. And then I'm joining golf. Chalmers in the golf course. Keep it low, we're then there. keep it low. There were uh, two. We'll see, I I hit a real high ball, so I do not keep it low, and ah. I'm very streaky. Still waiting for you guys to invite me out one day. Just saying. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a Tyler tries episode. Don't
0: you worry. Okay. Sounds good. Um, and then there were two, and this is what bag milk and myself have dubbed. It's the what we've hog-cast. always wanted. Yep. Um, oh, are we talking Hogcast now? No, I'm just kidding. We're not going to get into hog because yeah. that is not something I want attached to my name. Um, what are you, are you still doing that? Uh, we're still going live talk betting every game, right?
5: Well, no, I kind of shelved it for a little bit. Oh, okay. because I think that just the routine wasn't there for people. So I went and I jumped on and I did a couple where there was just like, there was nobody there. So the, mm. I think, I got to put more thought into actually promoting it yeah. better and actually getting it going better because it's fun to do it's only a quick 10 minute thing but it's not fun when there's nobody there you know
0: Yeah Whereas like enough. now
5: the beatcast I've been doing this for the beatcast for 4 years Yeah and they just people know post game I'm going live on Instagram and it's just it's yep. become a routine whereas risky business it wasn't that yet so I'll just do I'll just take it on Twitter and I'll talk about my bets on Twitter
0: Can I reserve a spot on the beatcast tonight Of course you can Perfect. I'm going it's on the okay. game. So it lines up nicely. Usually you start the B cast right when I get home from the ranks. So like the timing is like absolutely perfect on that. Um, So what do you expect tonight? Oilers and flames. Let's just wrap up uh, with a quick take on that. Like, I don't know. I don't- to me, I'm, I'm not like overly enthused about this one, but I mean, still a battle of Alberta. So still should be a good game. I'm kind of hoping the flames being out of it, like really pisses them off and they come with some energy and maybe that wakes up the Oilers, but I don't have high hopes.
5: I'm hoping that, and I wrote it in the GDB. Today's like one of those days. I think that the Oilers could really do themselves some favors with just flexing that killer instinct, working on the concept of kicking a team when they're down. I mean, how often was it for years that the Oilers would run through that LA, that California trip and just get dummied by all three teams because they were the one that people knew they should beat. And right now I think the flames are a team that the Oilers should beat more often than not. They're not playing very well. Like think about this, Tyler, I was doing the GDB today. Tyson Berry would be leading the flames in scoring this year. You know, it's just, they're not putting the puck in and they're having a hard time keeping it out. So if this is a game that the Oilers should win, let's bring the magic number down. Let's yeah. put the more pressure on Calgary to try and stay alive. This is one of those games where, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It doesn't have the same kind of weight or gravitas or even anticipation that a normal bow would have. But there's still stuff to play for. There's still work to get done, and I would love to see the Oilers just kind of knock another thing off the to-do list. Get close to that magic number. I, I don't think they're going to catch Toronto, but like, how close can they get?
0: Yeah, that's fair. You
5: know, I think. Having more guys also, wouldn't it be great too if like a guy like Yamamoto can get up maybe a goal or two? How many breakaways
0: has in. he missed on in the last 10 games or and odd man rushes?
5: He's just gripping the stick right now. But, yeah. you know, uh, development isn't in a straight line. And he came in, I imagine for a guy like Yamamoto and he would probably never say it in a million years, but he was played so well and was so successful after being recalled last season that you know he's putting a bunch of pressure on himself to try and get back to that level. And the more it's not happening, the more I imagine he's gripping the stick. Because like you said, he, he's just having clear looks all over the place. And there. that's a guy that I'd love to score. Same with Dominic Cahoon. He's playing with Connor. The, the other night he could have easily got one, but he had to dust the puck off a little bit and you know a little bit of confidence. We talked about Nuge already having him going would be a great thing. Let's get another goal from Nuge tonight. There's plenty to go, plenty to talk about and plenty to be excited about. So I'm with it's, you, but I'm not yeah. with you at the same time.
0: The, the thing I'll say about Yamamoto, cause some people like to jump, jump down his throat a little bit here is even when he's not scoring every game, I pick out five moments at least where I go nice play Yamamoto, nice play yeah. Yamamoto. Like he's in hard heart on the corners. And we talked about this at the beginning of the season when we were you know, chatting a bit about, you know, like what is Yamamoto being too hyped? Like what's going on here? What should we expect? And I said, a lot of things that he does well are just totally effort-based. It's going into the corners. It's getting in behind the net, forcing turnovers, getting the puck to dry settle. And he still does that even when he's not scoring. So for the people who say he's a waste and the top, like, nah, you, you need to watch the games a little bit closer to see what he does well and see why guys like dry settle like playing with him. Uh, so well, yeah, you're right.
5: Thing- the funny thing about Yamamoto too is if we're just strictly talking about points, he and Pugliarvi have the same amount of points. Pugliarvi has one more. Um, so expectations, it's just, right? That's it's all just it is. funny that the expectations are so wildly different for two guys who are almost identical in age. You know, I think that I'd like to see Yamo shoot more. He's got a sneaky good wrist too, And I just, I, I feel like he's defaulting to dry sidle a little bit too much. Whereas last year he was more willing to be the guy who would just hammer it at the net mm-hmm. and it'll come for him. Like you said, all the stuff he does apart from scoring, it's all there. The work is there. The hard work is there. You would never watch a game. And be like, well, fucking Yamamoto's really mailing it in. He's not hustling at all. That's just, it's not the case.
0: You don't it's notice just, that. No. So uh, I've yeah. got a
5: lot of time for him. I think he'll turn around, but man, a game like tonight, wouldn't it be great against Calgary if that's the one where he starts to get going?
0: And he's traditionally played pretty well against the Flames, I believe. Like, I kind of remember him scoring some goals. Poolyar, always plays good against Calgary uh, as Huge well. He plays here. good
5: against Calgary. You know, there's some guys who played really well against the Flames historically that, you know, they could do some damage tonight. And it'd be really, really nice as we got, what, nine games left on the year? Yeah. If more than just, like, McDavid's a freak. We can talk about him all day. Dreisaitl, he's also a freak. Those two are going to be fine. If we can get more from the rest, the Oilers are going to be a lot for somebody to handle.
0: Isn't, uh, isn't the draft a funny thing? Can you imagine if the Oilers would have taken Sam Bennett, like what the organizational differences would have been? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's just, shit.
5: it's, it's, it's so, so funny. They got so lucky
0: that. with him sitting there at third. Can you imagine if they would have gotten stuck with
5: Reinhardt? Well, that's, that's the thing is we don't fuck. We don't thank the Buffalo Sabres enough for yeah. taking Sam Reinhardt at number two. Like that's the reality. If you redraft, there's no way Leon doesn't go number one. Right.
0: Oh, I, I mean, like Aaron, Aaron Eckblad's a damn good D-man. You're not taking yes. him over Leon Drysaddle.
5: No, you're not. You're not talking to him over a guy who's a 50 goal back-to-back hundred point hard trophy winner. It's just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So yeah, the Oilers got insanely lucky. And it's also funny that Sam Bennett seems to be turning things up as soon as he got yeah. out of Calgary too. So That'll be an interesting story to follow as he kind of moves on in the second act of his career. But yeah, if, if the guys behind Connor and Leon can get going, yep. start chipping in, start feeling good about their games, that'd be great. And there's no better time for it than a battle of Albert.
0: Yeah. And th- and that's a good point. I think that's something to watch tonight and down the stretch is just that get everyone else going. I want Neil to get going. I want McLeod to keep digging steps forward. Archibald bang, get going. Cahoon, get going. The blue line, keep playing strong. Like, like get how much you, Get it be at your peak for game one of the playoffs, and I think down the stretch you're just trying to build towards that. And for Dave Tippett, making sure the team gets there.
5: Look, how much better does Ethan Bear look over the last month? Even you know he's yep. just he's making confident plays with the puck. Even Caleb Jones, you know the fact that he beat out Chris Russell for a job. You talked about that on Oilers Nation Radio. He basically had a week to win that job, and he did so far. Yep. You know, if you're Dave Tippett tonight, do you put fresh legs in? like a Chris Russell maybe, or I don't know who else they've got for forwards right now available, but maybe Tyler Ennis, you know?
0: Uh, No, I wouldn't just because you played so good last game. I wouldn't take out shore. I think you need to try and keep getting Neil going just to see if you can get some, some good play out of him. So I wouldn't put Ennis in. I will say this though, that in the final, like five, six games of the season, I would play Evan Bouchard almost every single game. We talked about this on Oilers nation radio, I would create a rotation where Bouchard plays and then like Larson sits one game, Barry sits one game, bear sits one game and Bouchard gets three games right there. And just cause he's clearly their fourth best right shot D man. And if he needs to come in, in the first round of the playoffs, cause someone gets hurt. I don't want his first taste of game action in a month and a half to be a playoff game where that oh. could even be like a must win. So I'd get him in, I'd get him into a game. I would try to get almost everyone on that second layer of depth into a game. And uh, I, I think Tippett will prioritize that once they like. I already think they pretty much have second place locked up, but it's still pretty much locked up. It's not like solidified, hammer it down, nail in the coffin, it's over. They have home ice once that yeah, point comes. Then I think Tippett will will start yeah, to mix more guys in.
5: That's what I mean. Like let's get these games against the Flames in the in the win column and just move towards that because I, I know Gregor reported on the at Now Bouchard, his agent, the Oilers all agreed that it's best, that he sticks with the big team instead of going to Bakersfield. I still yeah. don't get it. Ryan McLeod had to do the quarantine thing and he's in the lineup and he's fine. You know, I, I guess I don't get it really at all.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's wrap this thing up uh, by giving some love to our friends at Twig and berries, twig and Berries.ca they're also moving right now. I was seeing some teasers online of what their new Ooh. shop will look like. It looks uh, real, real nice. You can find them Upgrades. on Instagram. Twig and Berries, CA. Free shipping in Canada on orders over $75. They got their own brand of nutsack underwear, and you can save 20 per, or 15% with the promo code Nation15. Twig and good local company. Look good this summer. It's gonna be a nice, it's gonna be a nice summer. The weather's turning. Why would you not want to look good as well? Twigandberries.ca can help you do that. Yep. Look good. Feel good. Oilers looking to do that same thing today. Beg milk. Thanks for being a trooper and staying for an hour over an hour with me while everyone else bailed. So it's like
5: somebody's got to be a professional around here, you know?
0: Damn right. All right. This has been episode 277 of the real life podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the BOA. We'll talk again on Monday. Great job on making it through the
1: entire hour of the real life podcast.
0: Don't forget to like and
2: subscribe wherever you get your podcast from.